Hi, it's Barnabas. Many of our most important sources, such as the Explorer Academy code-breaking activity adventure, are written by Dr. Gareth Moore, a puzzle and brain training author who lives in the UK. He's created, I think, now over 400 books, and many of them we use on the show. One of my personal favorites is called 404. The basic idea is that a mysterious group that calls themselves The Republic has sent you a book filled with over 60 puzzles, and it is your job to solve them. You can find him at drgarethmoore.com or on his YouTube channel. Now, let's get back to the show. This episode features drop clues, spy tricks, lots of tips, and a trip to the Amazon rainforest. Without further ado, start the show. Welcome back to the Kids Code Podcast. I'm Barnabas, your host, and I'm with Steve, your co-host, Codemaster Cole, and Dangerous Dave. Today we will be talking about basic spy techniques, namely stalking, tracking, and shadowing. Stalking is creeping after your quarry in the countryside. Often using camouflage. Your clothes should blend into your surroundings and match the main colors of the landscape. Tracking is looking for clues to find where your quarry is if you've lost sight of them. Shadowing is following a quarry out in a town, which involves a lot of blending in. There are lots of shadowing tricks. That's right, Dangerous Dave. And now it's time for Steve's Tips. Hi, it's Steve. This episode is a little bit different, and so there will be, in addition to these tips, a bunch of tips in later parts of the episode. But here's the first five. Number one. Do quick changes in doorways. If you think your quarry has spotted you, make a quick, obvious change in your looks. Number two. 
without moving your head at all. Number three. Learn some walks and crawls used in stalking before you try doing it. Number four. Checking the wind is an important skill to learn when you're stalking. To check wind direction, make your finger wet with water or saliva and hold it up. The colder side faces upwind. Dust Dry leaves and bits of grass go downwind. Number five. When you want to learn to stalk, make sure you have a training course to use. A good stalker can move silently almost anywhere, even through stony or crinkly ground at the end of this episode we'll get to some ideas of how to set up a training course now back to Barnabas and I'll see you in a couple minutes thanks Steve let's learn some important things of how to do these three practices. When you're just learning to track, you will probably want to have things to track. So think of some interesting things you can make that will let you do this. If you are a quarry, you will want want to make tracking help as little as possible. So you need to learn to cover your tracks. First, you should try to, to stay on stony ground. Also, walk on the hard made up parts of roads, not on soft edges and also try to avoid sandy or muddy paths. If you want to cross a stream or brook, you should try to find stepping stones. Don't get your feet wet in case you leave damp footprints, which are, are a big giveaway. look ahead and try to plan your route across safe ground step on bracken or big leaves to avoid making footprints in mud or sand remember to pick them up as you go also leaving a false trail is often a good idea if you have to cross a patch of mud Try walking backwards to leave a false trail. But make sure that your tracks are not recognizable. 
No holes in your shoes. Stalking! When stalking, remember that cracks of breaking twigs or almost any kind of movement might give you away. Try to move silently and smoothly, keeping in cover of hedges and trees whenever possible. There are some important walks and crawls you need to learn as well to be able to do that. The walk is where, by good cover, for example, trees, you can walk upright. But you still have to make sure your arms are still and your hands are by your sides. In the crouch, you hold your thighs to help you keep in the crouched position and stay balanced. Don't shuffle. Lift your feet off the ground with each step. Otherwise, you can make a lot of noise. The seal crawl is where you lie flat on your stomach with your legs together and straight and your toes turned out to keep your heels low. Reach out, pull with your forearms, and push with your toes to move backwards. In the feline crawl, you lift each foot just clear off the ground with each step. Don't drag them. This crawl is on your hands and knees. Try to keep your head low and don't bob it up and down. Also, when you're stalking, learn to use cover well. Try to have as little of you out of the cover as possible. And remember that when peering around walls and trees, one eye is enough. It hides the shape of your head if you are seen. To walk silently, step very lightly, putting each foot down flat, then lifting it carefully clear of the ground. Practice this by walking on dry twigs, stones, and gravel. Remember that animals have a keen sense of smell. If you're stalking an animal, or if the enemy spy has a dog, stay downwind so your scent will be blown away from him. That is why you need to check the wind. When you are stalking, always remember to have your hands free and only carry the things you think you will really need in your pockets. Try to be prepared for most situations, though. You'll probably want things like a notebook and pencil and possibly a flashlight or a little bit to eat. Try to wear clothes that blend in with your surroundings. Dull drab colors are usually the best. They should be old and tough enough for crawling in, but smooth enough not to catch in spiky bushes. When you are stalking, and even occasionally shadowing, you'll want to be able to go on very 
narrow things. So try to work on acrobatics. When you're shadowing someone, follow them closely enough to not lose contact, but not so closely that they are suspicious of you. Glance at them quickly from time to time, but don't stare. Be careful not to stop and start right when your Cory does. He'll be sure to notice at some point. When he stops, walk on at the same pace, even if it means you have to pass him. Then make some excuse to stop and wait until he comes past. Then you can begin to follow again. Keep a sharp lookout when your quarry gets close to a corner. If you are not looking, he might be out of sight before you realize. If you have to hurry after him, slow down again before you reach the corner. Act casually when you go around it. If he really is a spy, he might be bluffing too. If you can see your quarry's reflection, it means he can see yours. To see if he is watching you, move so he can't see your reflection. If he is suspicious, he will move to try to catch sight of you again. When you're out on a secret mission, trailing a quarry, it will be vital that he doesn't suspect what you are doing. It's best to wear ordinary clothes so you aren't noticed in the crowd. But in case you are spotted, it's a good idea to have a quick disguise kit to change into. Try carrying a different colored jacket or putting on a hat so you look a little bit different. It's important always to carry a notebook to keep record of your quarry's movements and any suspicious activities. You might also want to take information like car numbers, train times, or descriptions. If you want an excuse to stop and spy when your quarry stops, carry a newspaper, map, or comic. But be very careful lowering it just enough to peep over the top without staring, obviously. Of course, stalking, tracking, and shadowing are mostly as a tail. But if you're a quarry and you're trying to shake off a trail, how do you do, you do it? reflections in shop or car windows to see if you are being followed. To cross a street where you might be spotted, wait until you can be next to other people. If you want to keep your destination secret, it's important to plan your route carefully. Don't approach your destination by a direct route. Try using zigzags or roundabout paths. Vary your route. Don't go the same way every time. 
Don't walk fast. That might alert the enemy. Stroll along looking at buildings and reading notices as if you are out for a walk. Look for side streets with turnings in easy reach. Dodge in when your tail's view is blocked. Once you're out of sight, avoid long stretches of street until you're safely clear. Now, the story. Previously on the Kids Code Podcast. I just figure out how to teleport some random person. I think called Barnabas. Here. No. Oh. Hey, guys. I'm trapped in my closet and Dangerous Dave is out there. Please come quickly. He's gone? I guess. So you can come out of the closet now. Wait, did you guys hear that? Hey, evil ant. Is Dangerous Dave there? Where are you? We're over here. Oh, wait, why did I tell you that? After him! Now, let's get into this story. Hey, guys! Look, I found a note! It looks like it's to the evil ant. It says... Let's take a quick break. Hi, everybody. Guess what? It's season four, and the Kids Code podcast is officially two years old. On July 19th, 2021, Zero Trailer was released. We also have a couple other twos. We've been listened to in over 200 cities all over the globe. And we've been listened to nearly 2,000 times. And we wouldn't be able to do it without you. Thanks so much for listening. Your support means a lot. Well... That's enough of the announcement. Back to the show. Go to the orange stump near Piranha Lake in the Amazon rainforest to find your next clue. Wow! That seems to be where the new recruit's hideout is. Then let's go. Hey, Mr. Guide. Yep. How far is it to Piranha Lake? Two miles. But I have some new nice SUVs. Jump on in. 
Thank you. So, where are we going? I have the note in my pocket that the new recruit, me, that says. Wait, it's not in that pocket. I was sure it was there. Or in my other pocket. I must have dropped it. Well, let's go back and check. It's not here. No, it's not. I saw them get it. Here you go. Climbing in to my new SUV. I thought there were four SUVs. There were? But there's only three here. I don't know what happened to the other one. Well, we're there! Great! The orange stump is over there! Oh, I see it. There's two notes on it. This... This one says... One, three, four, eight. And below that, part two. And this one says... For your next clue, go to the back of my old warehouse. But we don't know where the new recruit's warehouse was. But there's more. Listen. It's on Lincoln Avenue in Pickleball, Connecticut. in Connecticut? I didn't even know there was a town called Pickleball in Connecticut. Cool. The end! Why do you guys always have to steal my life? Well, I hope you enjoyed that story. When you're stalking, you'll want a training course. Here are some ideas for things to put on a training course. Put planks across some bricks and scatter stones on them. Each trainee has to walk on them without rattling any stones. Tie a string between two sticks or any kind of other pole. Hang lots of tin lids from it and low enough that you have to flatten yourself to creep under. Arrange tin cans so that the trainees have to move very carefully to walk past them. 
stack the tin with a few stones in them so if they rattle so they rattle a lot when you knock them cover lots of ground with things that crunch or rustle like twigs dry leaves newspaper gravel and other things set it up somewhere secret with other spies take turns to be the trainer the trainer stands with his they're back to the course while the others, one by one, try to creep up and touch him. When he hears a noise, he calls out and the stalker loses a point. The person who loses the fewest points wins. Well, that's about enough for this episode. Please subscribe. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The sources we used in this episode were The Spies Guidebook by Falcon Travis, Chudley D. Hindley, and Barnabas's old friend, Forrest. The next episode is about a polyalphabetic substitution cipher. But until then, keep on cracking! So, Barnabas, we're in a room that looks like it's on the moon. Why? I was just thinking that if they got to go, if we got to go to the Amazon rainforest, maybe someday we could get to go to the moon. And this is the closest thing I could do right now. Well... That's still just weird. Oh, that's true. But there's no sound on the moon, so we can't have moon sound effects. That's true. Never mind. Next time I'll go back to the post show in the park. Oh, good. I like that. That was better than this. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening.